Amen. Land of the free, home of the brave. We hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator with certain and unalienable rights, that among them are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. This is the dream. These are the promises. This was supposed to be the destiny of our nation. Philando Castile, Corin Gaines, Alton Sterling, Susie Jackson, Trayvon Martin, The Pulse Nightclub, Sandra Bland, Jordan Davis, Clementa Pickney, Kimberly Morris, the Lakota and Dakota Native Americans, Flint, Michigan. All of these people in all of these places are victims of this country's inability or unwillingness, maybe, to honor the depths of its promise. And the marginalized of this nation, black, gay, lesbian, transgender, Latino, Native American, Muslim, all are still left holding a bad check marked insufficient funds. And all the while, we the people, we want cheap love to go along with our cheap grace. Love is not cheap. It is not easy. We reduce love to warm and fuzzy feelings, but love is more than that. That's why it for Israel, love was about covenant loyalty. Love was about the value that God placed on humanity. And thus, the imperative for us as human beings is to hold sacred lives, the lives of one another. Love was present in creation. Love delivered Israel from bondage in Egypt. Love preserved the exile. Love was and is a radical political act that calls things into being. It's tough. It's messy. It's complicated. You can't sleep on love. You can't cheat it, neglect it. You can't outsmart it. That's the lesson that Jacob learns. Jacob, this complicated man with a complicated history, born literally on the heels of his brother Esau, he spends his entire life struggling with his place in the world, grasping for something just beyond his reach and trying desperately to eat out of life some kind of great destiny. I would argue so much of what Jacob does is wrapped up in his desire to be loved. Jacob begs, borrows, and steals. He runs and he negotiates. And yet, despite all of his efforts in all of his life, here he is at the Jabbok. And he's left with no choice but to fight. If he's ever going to resolve himself to his destiny, he is no longer in a space where he can out-trick, outsmart, or outrun. So here he is. It's evening. Darkness has descended upon him. 
And so here we are. Darkness has descended upon our country. Children are dying from apathy and neglect. Communities are falling apart. Families are separated by greed and inhumane deportation laws. And hashtag after hashtag after hashtag after hashtag commemorates life after life snuffed out and ignored by our so-called justice system. And if we, we as Americans, we the people, we as people of faith, we as Christians are going to eat out of life some grand destiny, ever going to know real love, the love that calls things into being, now is the time to fight. There's something truly radical, though, about the way that Jacob fights. He sends everyone and everything to the other side. Now, for me, it may have made sense if he had sent some things. But it seems a peculiar thing to think that Jacob has been left in a situation in which a man of his wealth and status does not have any assets for the struggle at hand. But maybe that's the problem. We always rely on the weapons that we have readily available in our arsenal. Wealth, intellect, proximity, or maybe lack thereof, privilege. These are all our weapons. But maybe now is the time to send all of those things to the other side. Maybe the battle that we have to fight now requires the one thing that we haven't used so far. Maybe now we have to draw on sheer determination, just like Jacob. Now is the time to develop the kind of individual and collective will that will not let go until we receive the blessing. What blessing? Deliverance from homophobia, xenophobia, sexism, racism, elitism? And just like Jacob, we may never know if we are wrestling with God or with man, or maybe some combination thereof, but we know that we have to fight. Fight so that education is not a privilege, but a right. Fight so that being black is not a death sentence. Fight so that love is love, is love, is love, is love. I have to admit, it used to be the case that this story didn't end the way that I liked. I would have liked for it to end. I wanted Jacob to end with a blessing, period. But Jacob leaves with a blessing, and Jacob leaves with some scars. The blessings we want, the blessings that we want are the, this notion of a nation that is a holy experience. But if we really want it, If we want it to succeed and to thrive, 
if we want any chance of living into the promise or the promises etched in our historical foundation, we will not get through this without some scars. We may all come out limping, but those scars will bear witness to the blessing of creating a beloved community that understands that all people are created equal and are entitled to life, liberty, the pursuit of happiness, and love. Amen.